Welcome to the GaiaX podcast with a special episode celebrating the International Day of Women and Girls in Science. This global initiative recognizes the invaluable contributions of women to scientific fields and aims to inspire the next generation of female scientists. This year's theme, Inspire Inclusion, emphasizes the need to create a diverse and inclusive environment in the scientific community. And what better way to celebrate than with our GAIRX Voices, Women in Tech Edition campaign. Through insightful interviews, we bring you the stories of extraordinary women within the GAIRX community who are making significant strides in technology while promoting a more inclusive future for all. Our first interview is with Catherine Justin, Chairwoman of the Board of Directors and Vice President of Digital and Information Management at Airbus. Our host for this episode is Alexandra Simeonka, Events and Communications Manager at GaiaX. Catherine, could you please introduce yourself, share your role within the GaiaX community, and tell us about your current position in the tech sector? Yes, sure. Uh, so my name is uh, Catherine Justin. I'm uh, 50, 56 years old, um, and I'm currently the chairwoman of uh, Gaia X uh, since uh, June 2023. Uh, I'm and uh, uh, as a role, I'm currently the executive vice president digital at Airbus uh, since uh, July 2021. Uh, for those who do not know, Airbus is uh, the largest aeronautics and space company in Europe and a worldwide leader. And uh, we are um, uh, operating in the commercial aircraft, helicopters, defense, and space sector. And uh, all my career has been in digital. Um, I have worked uh, in digital and information management organizations since uh, more than 30 years now. Uh, started with Accenture for 17 years, um, working mainly for customers in uh, oil industry, chemical industry, metal industry, and utilities. Uh, then I moved to uh, Rio Tinto uh, for six years, uh, and I was um, uh, in various roles uh, for uh, as an N-1, a direct report of the uh, company uh, chief information officer. I was based in Montreal at that time. Uh, then I joined Airbus Helicopters in 2013, and I've been their uh, CIO for uh, six years and a half. And then I joined uh, Airbus uh, in March 2020, uh, first as a CAO and uh, now uh, as EVP Digital Information Management since July 2021. Now let's delve into your journey in technology and science. Can you walk us through your career, sharing key milestones and experiences? And were there any specific moments that significantly influence your career path? Yeah, um, uh, I first uh, did uh, a bachelor degree uh, in mathematics uh, applied to social science, uh, and that's probably where uh, my uh, my career in tech and science started. Uh, I did uh, at that time two internships uh, that confirmed my uh, interest in uh, data science, statistics, and data analytics, even if it was not called that way at that time, uh, but was already uh, the beginning of big data. Uh, and I remember uh, setting up dashboard, creating databases, coding, 
uh, and uh, I have always liked numbers. Um, uh, and my mother was a math teacher, so that's maybe why. <laughs> Um, then uh, I studied uh, business and management uh, at the EM Lyon in, uh, in France. And directly after my graduation, I joined uh, Accenture, so a consulting firm, um, and uh, mainly on projects uh, related to uh, information systems. That was also about organization and processes, but there was always a component uh, that was uh, information systems and IT. Uh, and that when uh, where I really entered uh, the world of uh, digital technology, uh, I worked at that company for 17 years, um, and uh, then Rio uh, Tinto, as I said, uh, where uh, I was uh, leading IT teams uh, for uh, in in 11 different countries. Uh, the main one being uh, Australia, US, South Africa, UK, Canada, France, uh, India, and Singapore. Uh, and uh, when I, I become the, uh, the, the chief information officer of uh, the helicopters division at Airbus, uh, the, it was widening uh, the scope of my, uh, of my responsibility and roles. So I had to, uh, to deal really for the first time with uh, cybersecurity, uh, with uh, going deep uh, in infrastructure topics where I was before more on the application area. Uh, so and uh, and then uh, yeah, uh, when I came to uh, to Airbus, uh, I, I even uh, uh, enlarged the scope. Uh, so now I'm I'm leading a team of uh, three thousand employees, um, mainly uh, in uh, in Europe, so France, Germany, uh, Spain, um, uh, and UK, uh, as well as India. So I have uh, one uh, one thousand employees now in India, but also China, Singapore. Uh, U.S., Canada, uh, as other main countries. Um, so uh, yeah, and and today basically um, uh, digital is everywhere. Uh, so uh, the uh, the position is uh, is very important for the company. It uh, we have uh, digital uh, in the aircraft, uh, in the satellite, in the helicopters. Uh, we have it on services. We have it for every function: uh, HR, finance, uh, legal. Uh, commercial uh, production. Everybody is using IT, and uh, he's having a suite of um, of, uh, of services, uh, and uh, are relying very much on uh, on on digital for their transformation and and their future. What challenges have you encountered as a woman in the tech industry, and how did you overcome them? Um, in fact, throughout my career, I actually never felt uh, that being a woman was uh, a disadvantage. Uh, at the beginning of my career at Accenture, I had the chance to be accompanied by leaders uh, who believed in me and encouraged me to take uh, more responsibility. Um, so I, from, from junior consultant, I become a senior consultant, then a manager, then a senior manager, and uh, finally a partner. Uh, and um, uh, the same at Airbus. Uh, I never felt uh, that I was um, I was uh, disadvantaged by being a woman. Uh, and both Accenture and Airbus uh, are two companies where uh, women development and leadership are uh, deliberately uh, fostered. Uh, so it was even an advantage, let's say, to be a woman. Uh, and, uh, and in digital, um, there are a lot of companies uh, who are looking to have and to make sure that they have more women 
uh, in their uh, in their organization. Uh, and of course, uh, I came across uh, a few sexist comments uh, from time to time. Uh, but at that time, the way I was handling it was that I was picking up very upfront and very quickly uh, to make people realize that it was absolutely inappropriate. Uh, but it has not been very frequent. Uh, and honestly, it never distracted me from delivering the project and doing my job the best I could. Uh, so uh, what is really lovely is that uh, I can really feel uh, the same um, uh, feel, feeling here and same will and drive uh, in others. So I really feel and and am in a, and I am in a, in a in a benevolent uh, environment that is uh, really fostering uh, the, the development of women in the company. Moving on, I would like to know if you had role models or sources of inspiration in the tech and science fields and beyond. And how important do you think it is for women to have strong female role models in the industry? Um, uh, throughout my career, um, I have met a few leaders who uh, really inspire me, um, not necessarily from the tech science field, uh, but also from, from very various backgrounds. Um, I've, I remember being very impressed by uh, one of the first female partners uh, at the consulting firm where I, I was working. Um, and although she held a very high position, uh, she always stayed very close to her teams. Uh, and uh, she was a very authentic person. She shared personal experiences, uh, which really created a connection with the members of the team. Uh, in, in return, uh, the teams trusted her. Um, uh, we were absolutely committed and ready to, to go the extra mile uh, when it was needed. So uh, it's something that really resonates with me uh, and that I have been trying to replicate uh, in uh, my various roles. Now, I think in, in the tech industry, there are many female uh, role models, uh, but they are not as visible as men. Uh, but do not forget, let's not forget that the first computer programmers of history were uh, mostly women. Uh, so uh, we need to keep on demonstrating to young girls and women that uh, these tech careers are accessible, uh, that they are fun, uh, that's a place where uh, we can develop ourselves, uh, where we can uh, feel as part of a team uh, and uh, where we can achieve a lot. Uh, so uh, we need to be more vocal um, inside uh, the company uh, we work in and outside uh, the workplace uh, to show that uh, tech and science are exciting fields for women and girls to develop. Um, so, so a few things that we do at Airbus, for example, is we invite uh, female high school students to visit our facilities uh, and to meet our female employees and role models uh, in, uh, in digital uh, to talk about their experience and understand how uh, we can engage and inspire them to choose a career in both in the aeronautical industry uh, and in digital. Uh, we also participate uh, in, career fairs, uh, in career fairs and conferences um, to promote uh, women in aeronautics uh, and breaking the gender stereotypes. Uh, and we uh, sponsor also a number of uh, external associations. So I think it's really, uh, I don't really have a one uh, role model. And I think that uh, each and every uh, girl and, uh, who is, uh, wants to work uh, needs to find bits and pieces uh, in, in the person they will meet. And I hope that 
with this kind of um, opportunities and uh, we can uh, we can create that bond and we can create that uh, you know just ideas that hey yeah I could do that too uh, I'm not so different from from the person that I've seen uh, I share the values I share uh, the uh, the uh, the authenticity uh, and I want to be part of that team so that's that's a way for us to try to really uh, instill uh, that uh, that ideas that digital tech uh, and uh, and sciences are not uh, a place where women do not have their uh, their their role to play. In the context context of this year's theme of the International Day of Women and Girls in Science, inspiring inclusion, why do you believe diversity and inclusion are crucial in the tech and science sectors? Um, I fully support all initiatives uh, that aim at creating more uh, diversity, uh, and I strongly believe that diversity is a key driver uh, uh, for company performance. Uh, and it has been demonstrated by many studies, including from very prestigious uh, universities like Harvard. So we don't do diversity just for the sake of diversity. We do it because it's good for the company. It's good for uh, our business, for our performance. Uh, so it's something that I will always uh, push for. Uh, to give a couple of figures in, in digital at Habus, uh, we, uh, today we have out of roughly 2,000 um, employees, we have... Uh, one-fourth uh, who are female, so 24%. Um, in India, we are far much better. Uh, so 38% of our uh, employees uh, in India are women. Um, and, uh, and that's because uh, in India, uh, digital is really um, uh, a, a career that is promoted from, from the uh, kindergarten uh, to, the, uh, to, the, uh, to the secondary school and then to graduate. Uh, and uh, really made available uh, to women. Um, and in my leadership team, uh, so we have a ratio of 36%. So, um, so we are uh, in uh, and progressing a lot uh, in others uh, in, uh, in this. Uh, and our philosophy is that really diversity is a source of performance for the company. Um, it allows us to find better solutions because we approach subjects in a different way, uh, and that's why we want to have more women on our teams uh, in management positions. Now for our young women out there listening to us, what advice would you give to those looking to enter the STEM fields? And how can women support and uplift each other in the often male-dominated tech and science industry sectors? Okay, um, so the first thing I think that is important is that you don't necessarily need to be an engineer to work in digital. And I'm the living proof of that. I'm not an engineer, so I've done a business school uh, and, uh, and I have been quite successful in, uh, in digital. Uh, so um, you, you don't even need a scientific, a scientific background. Uh, you can learn about uh, the, the digital topics uh, as long as you are curious uh, that you want to invest a little bit of time uh, and that you have the right people around you uh, who will explain, who will teach you, who will coach you uh, to, uh, to become um, an expert on, on, on this field. Um, then I think it's a real opportunity for, uh, for, for women uh, because there is such a shortage of talent in digital today everywhere in the world 
that means that there are tons of opportunities for us uh, to uh, to develop uh, and and to choose uh, any industry, to choose any topic uh, we want to develop. Uh, so uh, we we have a shortage of talent. Uh, so it's a place where uh, you can grow and and you will be able to develop. Uh, then I think uh, the third thing that I would say is believe in yourself. Uh, when you are offered an opportunity, do not doubt on your ability. Uh, women and girls always tend to wonder whether they are ready to take a job before uh, to apply and to take it. Uh, but uh, you need to, re- to, to always think that, number one, boys and men don't do that. <laughs> they, if they are offered a job, they take it. Uh, and second, uh, also uh, assume that if you are offered the job, uh, then others, the guys who are offering you that job, think you are capable for it. So if you, do, if you have a job, trust them. If, if they offer you the job, is that because they strongly believe that you are able to, uh, to, to do it and, and to, uh, to assume it. Um, and then um, I think that uh, to what we can do also is uh, probably uh, to put in place specific leadership uh, development programs. We have uh, a few at Airbus uh, for young women uh, with mentoring, um, we uh, to identify and promoting uh, the role models we have in the company uh, and uh, contribute of growing uh, a pipeline of talented women. Uh, that's uh, one thing uh, we where the company can can be more active. Um, then it's a lot about fighting against uncash, unconscious bias uh, and cultural beliefs, stereotypes that leaders of organization have in the past. Um, a tendency to uh, um, unconsciously uh, recruit people like them, uh, resulting in the less less diverse workforce. So uh, it's also something that we need to teach to managers that uh, the better team is the more most diverse team, uh, not just the addition of people who are like you. Uh, and then um, finally, maybe uh, as I mentioned earlier, uh, we may, women need to be more visible and vocal. Uh, inside and outside the workplace uh, in order to demonstrate to young girls and women that these tech careers are more than accessible and that uh, they will be uh, successful in it uh, and uh, that they will also have fun and and, and really uh, have pleasure to, to work on that topics. Wrapping up on a lighter note, Catherine, if you could choose a superpower to make your work in the tech field even more incredible, what would it be and how would it help you tackle the challenges of the digital world? Um, I think I would love to be a, magici- a magician uh, so I can correct uh, on the go all the bugs, resolve the cyber attacks, restart systems when they are done uh, and do all the magic trick for, uh, for my teams uh, not to be bothered by any incidents. Thank you, Catherine, for sharing your experiences with us today. And to our listeners, stay tuned for more inspiring stories as we continue to celebrate the International Day of Women and Girls in Science with the GAIX Voices campaign. You're welcome. It has been a pleasure. Want to listen to more GAIAX podcasts? Visit our website GAIAX.eu and click on Podcasts in the drop-down menu.